are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Welcome to Keep It It Real with Jimbo, where you can listen to relevant conversations of everyday life with everyday people. And now here is Jimbo. Welcome to the latest episode of Keeping It Real with Jimbo. You know, on the show, we've talked about a variety of different things from hunting and fishing, keeping it light. You know, we've talked to, uh, you know, Jonathan that walked across America. We've talked with Diane Portia about, you know, the, the importance of, you know, the mind and the body are all in one. You know, we've all seen Karate Kid as well. I like to use that, uh, you know, as a mind doesn't body one, Daniel son. We've all heard that. But, you know, there's a few things that I was been noticing, and we're going to kind of turn the page. And I was watching a uh, a movie, a movie night with my wife uh, the other day, and the movie was called The Whale. I don't know if how many of you guys have ever seen the whale. Um, you know, pretty intense. And basically the movie is, you know, I don't want to give everybody a, a bunch of spoilers about the plot and all that kind of stuff and give away the movie. But, you know, I recommend, you know, people go see the movie. It was a pretty good movie. But, you know, it's about, um, you know, the stress and the pressures of life and the things that we do to ourselves, you know, sometimes, you know, when people get stressed out, maybe they drink or they do recreational drugs. Some people may exercise, you know, a lot of people eat, you know, and this somewhat was pretty much what the movie was about. The man was stressed out and he was eating a lot and he had a lot of pressure on him, different situations. And, you know, and he just grew larger and larger and larger from stress eating. And if anybody's listened to the show before, we know how I feel about exercise and diet and the pressures of life and the different things that we go through. We we all go do different things and we handle different things differently. You know, when I was watching that movie with my wife, I was just thinking to myself, man, you know, you go so far down the rabbit hole and things just don't go your way. And sometimes you never know of a way out and you'd have to watch the movie to, to figure out how the guy gets out of it and, you know, what what helps him out and so on and so forth and what doesn't help him out and the pressures that he has. But, you know, something that uh, kind of reminded me of something in the movie was, you know, back when I was a kid, I don't really remember, you know, a lot of kids being really overweight. I mean, there was a handful of few here and there, and I'm not nitpicking or being a hypocrite about anything. You know, you just didn't see very many overweight kids then. And, you know, how that relates to the movie, I'm going to tie that all in here in just a little bit on the effects of, you know, what your diet has to do with the way you feel and how your body reacts and 
and and you know how to better yourself which hopefully everybody can take some good information from the show but you know when you look at different information and you're looking it's like man you know now 70 percent of kids are, are overweight i mean is that from stress who knows that's well you know what that's from you know but i kind of wanted to get into a little bit more of the 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 meat and potatoes of it which is really what you know food and stress and and things like that do to your body i'm sure everybody out there has been sad maybe broke up with their boyfriend or their you know maybe there's something that happened significant to a you know an, an animal or something along those lines or maybe they got fired from their job or whatever and a lot of people that you know they they stress eat you know which is going to be a little bit you know, more of the point of the show that we're going to get to here in just a minute. But, you know, you know, why do we stress eat? What what happens to our body? What what chemically happens when we stress eat? You know, and that's obviously from the soap, you know, the, the serotonin and the dopamine, you know, when you eat sugar and salt. Makes you feel better, right? You know, you can get those same positive things from other things besides sugar and things like that but that's you know what do most people want to do they want to go out and exercise or, or do they want to you know sit down on the couch and, and have a bowl of ice cream and and go from there so you know i just thought that you know we should take just a few minutes just to think about the things that we can do to educate ourselves on some of the things that we're doing to our bodies therefore which can enable us to, you know, put those things into practice, have a little bit of knowing knowledge of what's going on in our life and hopefully how to change those things for a positive, a positive way. So, you know, the episode that we're going to talk about is, and what we're going to talk about in this episode is, is, is inflammation and the ways that we can reduce that inflammation for better health. We'll talk about what inflammation is, the effects that it does for you, and how, you know, some things that we can do to to prevent those things. So, you know, before we get started, I want to ask everybody, do you even know that inflammation is the biggest threat to your health? It's the biggest threat to your health. Do you know that nearly every disease on the planet is connected to inflammation and that, that that chronic inflammatory diseases are the most significant cause of death. You know, a few years ago on its cover of popular news magazine called Chronic Inflammation, The Secret Killer, that pretty much sums it up. You know, eliminating inflammation is the key to, you know, getting and staying healthy. And we all know what the number one thing we can do is, is nutrition. Nutrition is the single most important thing you can do to change your biochemistry. So if you could easily estimate a few things in your diet that causes inflammation, wouldn't you do that? So before we go into diet, let's talk about inflammation. I'm sure you know inflammation isn't always bad. 
It's how your immune system takes care of you and helps to heal you. So I'm sure everybody out there is, has probably, you know, cut your finger. You know, you cut your finger, your body heals it. That's acute inflammation. It's helpful. You need it. It does its thing and it moves on. But when inflammation is constantly firing in response to, you know, real or perceived threats, it becomes chronic inflammation. That's when things start to, you know, totally go sideways. You know, like like Brendan Fraser in, in the movie The Whale. I mean, this guy, this guy went from being just a regular Joe and in eight years looked like he gained like 500 pounds. It was an incredible thing. The guy was in a wheelchair, breathing heavy, wheezing, people take care of him. The man wouldn't even show his face on a Zoom call with his with his college kids. So that that's just... Uh, that's just that's just that's crazy to think about those things in the movie. But did you know that inflammation and stress hormones, they go hand in hand? This is because chronic inflammation can cause stress hormones like cortisol to be out of balance. And then alleviated cortisol levels can create inflammation response, disrupting how our pituitary pathway in our brain works, which controls so many of our other hormones. So, again. Everything is all tied in together, and it all starts with inflammation. It's a vicious cycle because cortisol follows your, your cytokinidian rhythm, which on the highest in the morning, and then taper down throughout the day. But when cortisol stays high all day, your body gets really good at storing fat. Obviously, we don't want to do that. And of course, you have even more and more cravings especially for those things, sugar, salt, fat, you know, and I'm not even talking about the good kind of fat either. So you guys kind of see where, where I'm going with this. I mean, this, 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 this is crazy. When the cortisol inflammation cycle is out of balance, guess what it does? It crashes your mood because cortisol lowers serotonin. Serotonin is the brain's chemical that makes you feel good and sleep better. Cortisol also makes you makes you crave carbs and comfort foods, excuse me, comfort foods because you need a mood boost from sugar and when you're craving something for most of us broccoli, you know, broccoli just ain't going to cut it. Come on, we've all been standing in the kitchen at you know, at night trying to have a midnight snack maybe it's just me you're, you're what, what are we going for guys we're not we're not going for the broccoli right right we're we're, we're going we're, we're going for the for the ice cream and the candy bar so did you know that when you're inflamed it makes you hungrier inflammation creates resistance to leptin Leptin is the hormone that lets you know when you're full. So when you're leptin resistant, you're going to be hungrier because your brain isn't getting the signal to put the fork down. So more than likely, you're piling more and more food on your plate and you really don't even why. 
inflammation. Inflammation puts you at a really high risk for insulin resistance and causes to move the sugar that you haven't eaten or haven't burned off out of your bloodstream into your cells. When you eat too much sugar or when your system is inflamed, your body secretes too much insulin and keeps the insulin in your bloodstream longer than it's supposed to be. So eventually your cells can't even hear the message of insulin, you know, the, the excess of insulin. They don't know. So they become insulin resistant. This basically slams the door on your fat cells shut and good luck trying to lose body fat then. So you guys see what's happening here. Most experts say you've got chronic inflammation and you're almost guaranteed to have insulin resistance. Bottom line is anything that causes inflammation will cause insulin resistance and then anything that causes insulin resistance will cause inflammation. Inflammation can also make you feel bloated, puffy. When your body is inflamed, you're retaining fluids. Okay? If you're feeling bloated or puffy or you're retaining water after your meals, your body is sending you a message that, that it's in a battle with inflammation from the foods that you're eating. Guys, at the end of the day, inflammation disrupts your gut balance. Gut-related information brought on by unhealthy foods creates a gut imbalance or what or what called gut diabiosis. Okay? Diabiosis, what's called gut diabiosis. This inflammation disrupts your gut flora, so these trillions of organisms can't work effectively. Then you're hungrier, and then you have cravings. You actually can extract more calories from food than you eat, so you store them as fat. Over time, you might not even you might not even end up with the leaky gut and inflammation problems outside your digestive systems. Inflammation can make you feel sluggish and tired. When your immune system is constantly revved and when you're inflamed and you feel like you've been run over by a truck and all you want to do is plant yourself on the couch, then, of course, the less active that you are and the more insulin resistant that you become, then it's also going to lead to uh, more chronic inflammation. So, again, we're just, it's like a snowball rolling, rolling downhill, right? Now, lots of things can contribute to chronic inflammation, like not getting the right kind of exercise, poor sleep, being consistently, excuse me, consistently stressed out. But the biggest thing is your diet. Guys, it always comes back to this. It always comes back to what you're putting in your mouth. You want to get healthy, you eat better. You make better choices. You want to be a bodybuilder, you eat to be a bodybuilder. You want to you want to tone up and lose weight, you tone up and to lose weight. 
the food that you're putting on your body, everybody's got to understand that your body is, is, is like a machine. It's like a car. You put good oil in the car, the car's probably going to last you longer. You consistently change the oil in the car, the car's the car's gonna the car's gonna run longer. <laughs> you take care of the car, you maintenance the car, the better chance that you have of that car functioning properly. And and again, your body is the same way. But again, people, I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but people, people, you know, buy hundred thousand dollar cars, spend all the money on their cars, do all these different things. And then they continuously continues to put crap inside their body all the time. If you want to feel better and look better, look at your diet. That'll be the number one thing. You know, foods like sugar, certain oils, gluten can be very inflammatory and cause reaction. If you eat a lot of highly reactive inflammatory foods, your your system is gonna is gonna be constantly on fire. Industrial seed oils one of the most inflammatory foods on the planet and yet they're in so many things that you eat probably without even thinking about it salad dressing nut butters processed and packaged foods and meat served in restaurants more than likely contains all of these things vegetable oils and damaged seed oils stress your body you know they can only trigger more and more inflammation inflammatory reaction and if these are constant in your diet, your body keeps pounding out this inflammatory response, which puts you at risk for chronic disease. These oils are inflammatory because they're loaded with omega-6 as opposed to omega-3s, which are anti-inflammatory. Now, vegetable oils are the biggest source of omega-6 fatty acids in the United States because it's really cheap. And it's found in a ton of processed foods. If you're eating a standard American diet, you're getting a ton of vegetable oil. So the single most important thing you can do to reduce your ratio of omega-3s to omega-6 is to avoid processed seed vegetable oils. And of course, that means avoiding processed foods. Make better choices. Make sure you're getting omega-3s in your diet with things like cold water, wild-caught fish, salmon, pasture-raised, grass-fed meats, flax seeds, chia seeds, and walnuts. When you're swapping out corn, canola, and soybeans, you can swap in a variety of clean oils. Think like things like you know, extra virgin olive oil, avocado, grass-fed ghee, and coconut oil. That's all going to really help get the ratio back into balance. You know, guys, you really must be careful that when you're cooking with oil, think about the smoke point. Some oils are just better off on salads than serving on your steak. After all, the smoke point of an oil is the temperature where it starts smoking. But that's that's a, that's a huge range. It can also be as low as 325 degrees or it can be as high as 520 degrees. The reason is it matters that when your oil smokes, it's breaking down and that's when you can release the free radicals. That's when you get those damaged fats and not to mention all that makes, you know, all the things that make your food burn 
and it doesn't taste good either. Unrefined oils like flaxseed oil and extra virgin olive oil have low smoke points. These can turn rancid just sitting on the shelf, so you're going to have to want to use these things like salad dressing or on other veggie dips. You can cook with coconut oil, almond oil, and ghee, and these oils and fats do better than high heats. It all seems a little depressing. Here's the deal. I got some good news, guys. Now that you know all of this, you can get yourself off this ride and take down inflammation. Making changes all at once can seem daunting, so let's let's start with some baby steps. Here's how. The best way you can do this is to start at the source by making swaps to inflammatory foods like oils, just like I talked about. You'll also want to reduce high sugar impact foods, so it's really it's really, you know, offense and defense at the same time. You'll be swapping out foods that are hurting you and making you inflamed for foods that are going to heal you for lower information. Things like fruits, vegetables, nuts, whole grains, lean protein. So you probably also want to, you know, lose weight at the side effect. But the good news is losing weight, guess what, guys? It lowers your inflammation which is the whole point of, 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 this, of this podcast today. We like to encourage everyone to live with wellness, the four pillars of health at the forefront for their minds. Remember their habits, their lifestyle choices outside of what you can, what you can eat, what you can help, or what can hinder your health. I said earlier, but as we close, it's worth repeating. Get the right type of exercise. That not, not too little, not too much. The right kind of exercise is the real thing. Make sure you get at least seven to eight hours of sleep. I think that, and think of some ways that reduce stress. You know, whether that be exercise, take a yoga class, meditate, sit down for a while, watch a movie with your wife. You know, the bottom line, reducing inflammation and making simple swaps can help you feel better, be healthier, and lose weight. Guys, what you're putting in your mouth is going to determine how you look and feel. Reducing inflammation is certainly going to help you with how you look and feel. Start eating better. Feel better. Get motivated. Okay. Have someone to help to motivate you. Read up on some different things. Have some knowledge. Get a coach. Okay. We all know what I do for a living. I go through, you know, trials and tribulations in my life every day, just like everybody else does. But if you continue to keep up the good fight, once you start feeling better and looking better and taking those baby steps, and getting the right knowledge, which hopefully you guys are gaining from this show, and put those steps into action, then maybe we won't end like well, maybe we won't end up like my friend on the movie The Whale, to where he has to wait till the very end of his life. I guess that was just a uh, a movie drop there, but anyway, 
Guys, I hope the information that was given to you today uh, was helpful. I hope that you learned something from it. And uh, we're going to take a quick break for a commercial. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. All right, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you take some valuable information from the conversation and can apply it in some way to your life or maybe someone close to you. Guys, you all need to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of my new episodes. And lastly, remember, we are syndicated, so this show will be on Up To Me Radio channel and the following popular apps, Spotify, Amazon Music, Alexa, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. I look forward to seeing you in the episodes to come. I'll see you on the next tail round. And next time, Jimbo's in it to win. Cheers. Let's go, baby. Good luck.